You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, folks, welcome back to uh, another podcast we're doing here. MWR.com is uh, the website where everything can be found, including this. And if you're longtime listeners, this is what we're doing today. This is not a football podcast, not a basketball podcast. We may ask one of our guests a few things about football, but we'll see. That's a surprise table. We'll discuss it later. We're getting to first, we have Matt Kennedy, obviously. Our buddy, yes, Brandon Blake, who joined us on special occasions such as this one. Hello. Hello. He does uh, Nevada stuff for us. But we're going to do a, a music episode, MarchExodus.com is the website. That's March, just X, and NES.com. And, or excuse me, NESS.com, apologies. Not the Nintendo Entertainment System, but actually MarchExodus. It's March Facts, and it's all at Matt take over because I'm stumbling here. But we're just going to screw around, talk some music. And an interesting thing that started, what, Matt, is this four or five years ago? This kind of sprung to life, and you can kind of... Give everybody the background of what this deal is. We just screw around and have fun with like usual. Yeah. So the short version of what it is, is essentially like the intersection of two, what I always call two of my favorite passions, music and creative nonfiction, which is, you know, what I went to graduate school for. And it actually started in 2016. So this would make this what year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven. 
And, and typically each year takes on a different uh, overall theme. So, you know, the very first iteration was about, um, you know, sad songs, um, which was, you know, Jeff Buckley, I believe, won the uh, original March Sadness. Um, and they've had, you know, brackets about one hit wonders, about, you know, 80s metal, about, you know, goth type music. Uh, I'm trying to remember like, you know, March badness it was last year was or two couple, years ago, two years ago. And then last, last year was about, you know, it was about all about grunge. So this year, you know, Jeremy mentioned it's about March factness, which means it's all about covers and to sort of give you a, a brief rundown of the criteria, um, you know, writers who follow March Xness on Twitter, which again, same handle March X N E S S. Um, we're able to put together sort of a, a long list of potential songs that could be written about, um, it, you know, some of which, you know, there's a lot of really good songs on the list that on the long list that actually didn't get picked by the writers who were, who were selected to be a part of the tournament. So like, as an example, you know, Cheryl Crow's, uh, the first cut is the deepest was on there. You know, I can Tina Turner with proud Mary, uh, you know, and, and a few others that were kind of surprising omissions, I guess I would say, but basically long story short. A cover song was eligible if it was at least 10 years old, if it was popularized by another artist previously on a commercial release, and it had to have been released commercially by the artist on an album or a single, which I think is you know one perfect example that we'll talk probably a little bit about is, is Nirvana from the mm-hmm. Unplugged album. Um, and then there's, there's other ki- types of criteria, but those are the big three. And so when it actually gets into the voting, which happens exclusively on Twitter, you know, through the, the March Xness, you know, Twitter account, which we'll be retweeting that every day, kicks off on March 1st, runs basically the entirety of the month. And, you know, some people, what like us, we, we tend to talk about it previously or, or before it starts because the music is all we have to go off of. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes entirely unpredictable because, you know, of course there are, there are nonfiction essays that are tied to each and every song. Um, and, and if nothing else, you know, I would encourage everybody to check out the website for that. There's a lot of really talented writers who are in the mix this year. Um, and then of course, you know, beyond that you have, you know, sometimes bands get into the mix themselves and they get their followers to, to, you know, retweet and, and vote as, as well, which is where you end up with, uh, you know, my wife winning the tournament <laughs> because she was the only person who had local H winning last year. Yeah. Which wasn't that song we thought could win it all. Like yeah, if it gets to the first correct. round, it's going to go far. If I recall, we were in that bandwagon where if it gets, if it gets past the number one, it has a chance to go pretty far, and it did the whole thing. Yeah, and so that that's sort of like the the abbreviated version of what this is all about. So if you love music and you love writing, this is this is an event for you to kind of you know pass pass the off season by. If uh, if you were a college football fan, if you're a college basketball fan, then you know it's just sort of a, a nice supplement to the upcoming March Madness. Exactly. One more thing I'll add really quick in here. A few more things on here. So remixes, as I mentioned, like Old Dirty Bastard has a pretty good remix song. There's others who collaborate. Those aren't eligible because it basically says not quite in the center of what they're doing. Yeah. So it's also collaborations. And they mentioned a couple of things like U2 and Mary J. Blige or probably anything by Puff Daddy and B.I.G. or stuff like that. Like collaborations aren't a remix technically, but so there's stuff like that that to be considered. But and also remixes, with the exception of, am I am I safe to say the only remix on here? Maybe I'm wrong. Could be potentially the Run DMC Aerosmith song. Is that the only remix on the list from my minimal I research so. here? I, <laughs> I think so. so. Yeah. yeah. 
And you know what? That one almost didn't win for me the first time around. I'm just saying. Hmm. How do we want to start this, Matt? So what, what do we, or Brandon, what do you want to do? What do you want to get to a match that we saw first that's early on? Or and like, what, how do we want to structure this? Because again, we're doing this sort of on the fly a little bit because why not? It's always fun this way. Like, hey, let's do this way. We filled out our bracket. We got our final four. Do you want, maybe we start there, Brandon. Do you have like a matchup that was super close or just like you weren't I, sure? And you flipped a coin I, maybe? I did. Um, I think I the matchup I was looking at and I think like you just sort of kind of on the fly, but you was sort of doing my research. Yeah. Um, why do I have the feeling that that's a that's sort of like a 50-50 matchup, but not in the well, two matchups I'm looking at. And they're both in the northeast region. Uh Devo Satisfaction. Well, uh, yeah, Devo Satisfaction and Peter Gabriel's Heroes. And just north of that bracket is the uh, uh, Tiffany's cover. Uh, I think we're alone now. And questions with that. Why was Billy Joel Armstrong's not included? I feel that's a better song of the remix of a remake of a cover of a cover, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. I'm sorry. Have you heard the newer one, the one with the guy from Green Day, Billy Joel Armstrong? I, I haven't. I haven't gotten a chance to. It's I have not. It's act, I think it's better than the one on here, even though that one's pretty good. And so it's like a cover of a cover, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like a Xerox of a Xerox. Exactly. But, uh, but no, I think those two I was, especially because, and I and I went with, go with the Devo and the Peter Gabriel one. I went with the Devo version because it just, it's something about it. Just, it's, it's off, it's off kilter. It's weird. It's just. That's what they it's are. Funky. Yeah, that's what they. That's what they are. That's what they are, and that's why yeah. I always like Devo. It's just. It's just hits different, and I guess only because I. I saw, if you're familiar with the movie Casino, that particular that that, that stretch in the movie towards the end where it's just manic and everything's going on, and a lot of cocaine's involved. <laughs> um, their songs fit perfectly, so it's I was like, weird. yeah. But then again, all the then again, the hero Peter Gabriel's version of Heroes hits too. Uh, so that's why it was just like I don't know. But I went with Devo Satisfaction. It just not. It, it, it's weird. I had a, a kind of point here to hear it all right, folks. But it's like it's enough to hopefully we don't get this taken down. But <laughs> I felt I liked the song. I felt it was. Because it's like if you, if you get, okay, this is kind of a weird movie, but if you've seen, oh, what's it with Tom Hanks in a band movie? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Are you talking about that thing you do? Yeah, that thing yeah. you do. So they have the song where they bring in the replacement drummer because it yeah. breaks his hand or something. And they're like, what are you doing? And he goes at a better beat and it makes the song a million times better. <laughs> That's what yeah. I kind of feel about with the Diva one. I'm like, I wanted a little more tempo with it, kind of. Just because the song was good, it was fine. I didn't pick them, but I kind of felt there's a touch to a beat too slow for me to like really get into it. Even though I know they're weird, they're probably doing something odd with their collapsible pot helmet or the planter hats they wear in the Whip It song, song, whatever video. Right. So I was like, it wasn't bad, but I was like, eh, not quite there for me. But that one was still a reasonably tough choice to go through for me, right. one of them. I also went with, also because I mentioned the, um, the one I was kind of 50 50 on, and this wasn't in a I like both of these songs, it was in well, so bad, <laughs> they were both so bad. Um, the the read the cover of Into the Groove, I nah, that wasn't it because oh, Sonic Youth, I get, uh, yeah, Sonic Youth, yeah. um, 
it just nah Ooh. the the synthesizers of the original version just it so upbeat and this you know you drop the synthesizers bring in the guitars not doing it for me um and yeah i know um you know the late 80s could be you know forever mocked for producing disposable music <laughs> i like some of the disposable music yeah. i don't like tiffany's i think we're alone now i like the tommy james and shondell's original version if you ever get a chance to it as young person who wasn't around back in the day I didn't know that was a cover until many years later. Same with like, me. The, the, green, like, the Billy Joel Armstrong one. I'm like, oh, this. I heard, like, oh, it must be a song from her. I'm like, on here, I'm like, wait a minute, because they're all. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's that's my same problem with that one. They're like, I still chose it, right. but the Billy Joel Armstrong. Maybe it's more of that type of music I like. It's kind of the beaten tone with rock, sort of. So I'm like, that's yeah, a. It's a bit better, but that's no, a. I it's. Yeah. To listen to that one, that version just—it's much better. Wash myself of yes. the Tiffany version. <laughs> like, okay, I like I like my disposable eighties music. I don't like this, <laughs> but so those were the two. And along and on the one more, one quick one, um, mm-hmm. real quick. The I was kind of split between Bonnie Raitt and Anthrax. I like the um the Ball of Confusion remake. I had I was like, oh, I. I my thing of covers is you sort of take the music somewhere. Like everybody knows the version of Ball of Confusion by the Temptations. You yeah. either just sort of take it somewhere. It's almost similar to Devo Satisfaction. It's just like, okay, it's I see where you're going with this, but you stay true to the song. And the um I'm a big fan of John Prine and I like the uh Angel of Montgomery from Montgomery part of uh, angel from montgomery i especially like bonnie Reed. so those were the three hours kind of like don't know but. Well, let me ask you this because i was gonna bring this up too i should have should have been our criteria because there's no voting what do you like Brandon? what do you want to cover because you want it to be exactly the same so it sounds like the original or do you want them to do their own kind of actually make it their own because like marilyn manson sweet dreams is way different it's a pretty good song right Right. And there's different ones where it's like they want to completely do it on their own, where it's a rock. It's like, okay, me and Matt made a joke a couple weeks ago, the Weezer Teal album. They, it's all covers, but yeah, it's not right. 10 years old, so it can't be here yet. And they have some interesting stuff, like when they do Scrubs, that's pretty hilarious. Right. But they kind of do it mostly as themselves, as Weezer does it, because everybody knows Weezer. It's every song has on that album, if you ever heard, it's just them doing the song essentially, as they would do it themselves. So it's not like they're trying to rap or they're trying to, there's a million songs they're doing, like they do Aha on there and stuff like that, where it's like, are they trying to do it like that one or are they trying to do it like themselves? Did you have any criteria? Like, they're like, okay, I'll tell you one of the worst songs on here by far. By far, I'm not going to tell you. And I love, like, where was it here? It's at the beginning. You have Tori Amos. Oh no! I oh, hate come that on, cover. Man. Yeah, it was oh, garbage. That was so bad. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna interject. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. I'm gonna man. interject for just a minute. Yeah, did did you, did you did you listen to what it's up against in that first round? Yeah, and yeah. I still didn't pick it. And I still didn't pick it. That was the other one I wasn't sure. I was Me like, too. And I still didn't pick it. Because, because, and I think it's especially, I think it's especially important for like a tournament like this, where you know, because the the range of covers is so broad relative to focusing on one era of music, that you get a lot of contrasting styles and things like that. But like, I I pressed, I I, li- I had the Spotify playlist that somebody put together, and I listened to that teenage dream cover from Glee for like three seconds and i was like okay no i can't do this 
I still feel those but miles ahead of what Toriam was trying to do. <laughs> so but, I, but I think that was, but I think that sort of speaks uh, to something that I think is a very fine line to walk, in my opinion, which a lot of these covers in this tournament have to deal with. A lot of them go a lot more mellow than the original versions. Fair, which, yeah. Which is, a, which is a very difficult thing to do because if you if you go too mellow, then you know. In, in some cases, and I think, you know, the one thing that, that, that immediately comes to mind is the, the Mountain Goats' cover of The Sign. You know, that Ace yeah. of Base song is a banger. Right. The original. Yeah. And, and that song just had nothing going for it. And I think that there's a, there's a number of, of, of covers in this particular tournament that I think suffer from that same problem. But I will defend Tori Amos's cover of that song. You're alone. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll defend it. it. I'll defend it alone. It. Because, because, it, because that Glee, oh my God, that Glee cover. I was like, just thinking about it. To answer um, your question, Jeremy, yeah. um, my, my, what my criteria is, I guess it goes back, for me, it's a purse or musically personal choice. It's, mm-hmm. it's really just sort of, I hate, I hate to, you know, weasel out of the uh your question and not give you a it's okay. solid answer but i i kind of i i i for for covers for me is depending it depends on the song i, I guess it's yeah you know if it's if it's a song that everybody and their mothers ever heard like we're like um everybody and their mother knows everybody and their mother knows um alien ant farm smooth criminal Michael mm-hmm. Jackson. Mm-hmm. So all those years ago, when they, when Alien Ant Farm did their read of it, it was something completely one eighty. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. If it's a song that nobody, nobody's ever heard of, then, I, then, then right, then it's sort of I'd rather you do it this way. Um, perfect example, you know, perfect example for me is. Of that horrible eight nine in the northwest between Tori Amos's <laughs> and the uh, Glee's t- uh, Teenage Dream, which who, who Jeremy was it you that said three seconds and you were done? No, that was oh, Matt. Matt, you said three seconds and you were done. You're mm-hmm. a better man than me, sir. Um, <laughs> it's um, I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everybody knows uh, the one sixteen in that bracket. Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You," and yeah. which everybody and their mother knows. Mm-hmm. But that was a Gear Daddy's "Tide Tide Is High." That it's it sort it's like I said. Everybody knows that song. I want you to take it sort of a different direction, 
And that one is just sort of, okay, we're going to drop the original Blondie version has the, you know, the Calypso and all of that. But they brought in sort of like acoustic guitars, if I'm I'm hearing, if I remember correctly. And it's like, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of it, of that, of that version. But they took it somewhere different, you know, because everybody and their mother knows it. Yeah, because like that's what I look to like listen to like Whitney Houston. I'm like, okay, I know Dolly Parton sung it, but let me go say I know she's country, but that was really a really country song then when she did that. And right. Whitney Houston, like it'll go far clearly and could potentially win. But her version from the Bodyguard, a million times better, not a million times better. I think even though the version with Dolly Parton is still really good, right. it's just. Because I, I, I never, honestly, never heard her heard the original. I'm like, okay, I knew she wrote it and she sung it and stuff. I was like, man, but I had one where it was close. It was down in the, I guess, southeast. If you look at the, uh, it was the three fourteen seed, the Clash. I fought the law, which is kind of a cheesy song, but it's it's it's, it's, it's good. It, is. It. it is good, but it's kind of cheesy. But then you have, then you have the um, the uh, oh, Redwood. Yeah, Rattlers, like, there she goes. It's for most, what, is it most famous from She's All That? I'm assuming that movie where Rachel Lee Cook walks on the stairs and everything, and oh, her glasses are gone. She's amazing. <laughs> that movie. Oh, like the version of uh, <laughs> Matt, you might, uh, is it Cinderella or Pygmalion? One of, the, one of those versions. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. From the yeah. 90s. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I thought that, I'm like, hey, whatever. That's, yeah. <laughs> do people know who, who know that is? Freddie Prince Jr. is in it some time ago. So that's who was in the movie as well. But, it's it's a reasonable. I don't I didn't even know it was a cover, but some a handful of these. I'm like, oh, I look at them like sometimes you look at the title. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I know what that is. I listen to it. Like, oh, that's something different because I didn't realize. Because I feel that song there. She goes could go pretty far. It might win. I picked the Clash to win, and depend and looking what's beyond. I've been winning a couple actually because it's. I don't think it's a high, a very good. The songs below, but two two ten or two fifteen seven ten aren't very good. But that song, I could see it. There she goes, literally almost on what, a good chunk anywhere else in the field. That song would move on and go pretty far. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a pretty close. So I'm like, dang it. And I'm like, well, I like the the, the Clash one's actually pretty good. And it's a little, it, that song's kind of cheesy for it. It sounds good. But then the other, I'm like, oh, that's good too. But I'm like, nah, I can't quite pull the trigger on it. I'm like, how's it a 14C? Like, there's some songs, like, come on. That one, I think, if it wins, it, I think it possibly could. I don't know if it will, but it could win a couple if it happens to get that first round. That's one of my closest ones where I listened for a good – let me listen to that one again and see what I feel. Yeah, so, so for me, I, I was looking at the Southwest region because you know, I have a lot of thoughts on the Northeast region. We'll come back to that. Okay. But I wanted to talk about the 8-9 matchup in the Southwest between Placebo and Running Up That Hill and the band with Atlantic city covering Bruce Springsteen. And I, I thought that one was an interesting one because it was, it was a matchup with a, with a band that I'm you know mostly familiar with. And I like a lot in placebo and, a, and another band, the band, which I didn't, I didn't really know much about. Like, I, I think I, I have one song of theirs that I liked previously on, on my, on my liked songs list on Spotify, but it ended up being like, when you listen to both songs, like both originals are really good songs in their own right. And both covers are also really excellent songs too. And, you know, I think relative to a lot of other places in the, in the bracket, you know, that was one that I had a lot of, a lot of trouble trying to decide between. Did you go back and listen to either of you guys listen to the original to find out the differences to see if it was a good cover? I did for a couple, but not many. A few um, of them. Yeah. A few. Yeah. I huh. mostly, it was just sort of the mem because you know, I know a lot of these songs okay. original, so I was like, okay, let me listen to the original, 
and sort of make the mental note, you know, in my head, in my mind, what's better. Like, for example, in the 512 in that same bracket, Mrs. Robinson, mm-hmm. yeah. Lemonheads, loved the uh, Simon and Garfunkel version. Mm-hmm. Didn't care too much for the Lemonheads version. <laughs> <laughs> I just because I just knew in the clock in my head, okay, I remember. You see, this is uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> this version is like, yeah, no, nah, this isn't it. Uh, but yeah, it, I didn't go back to a lot of them. Yeah. Did you guys have any big upsets throughout, like in the first round, like a huge double digit seed? They're like, how did this? Why did I pick a fourteen or fifteen or something? Did you guys have any of those like big oh, yeah, time I had, upsets? I had, a, I had a few. What? Yeah, I, I'm looking through mine to see if I had any. So start with yours, Matt. Because and that's mostly because I have some very staunch opinions about certain artists in this, <laughs> and so so I'll give you one because again I'm I'm okay with defending this by myself if I need to, <laughs> but I hate the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, so that <laughs> that three fourteen matchup in the lower in the in the southwest region between you know their cover of Landslide and and Luna's cover of Sweet Child of Mine, yeah, you know that was another one where you know I, I know the Smashing Pumpkins. I do not like the Smashing Pumpkins. I didn't know anything about Luna, and I was pleasantly surprised by that cover. And so so that ended up being a surprisingly easy choice for me. Interesting. I have like one album I like of Smashing Pumpkins. That's about it. Mm-hmm. But overall, they're sort of what I like, kinda. Trying to play a song here, but it's not working. Um, oh, here we go. Because it's just, this is what it is. Everybody knows this song. Honestly, honestly though, the, honestly, though. It's a little slower, but that's all. But most of these are. I don't know. I went with Landside to actually go a couple. Honestly, though, like that that bottom half of the bracket in the Southwest, and mm-hmm. like I was not overly enamored of any of the high songs. No, I know. No. And I, and I and I say that with a heavy heart for Metallica in particular because like Metallica is one of my favorite bands, and I and I thought to myself they could have picked like literally any other song off of Garage Inc, <laughs> and I probably would have voted for it over Sarah McLaughlin. But then also Sarah McLaughlin, Powerhouses feel that, that song is pretty good. Yeah, I, that was another one that I didn't know anything about. But you know, I obviously you you know some of the you know the the big singles that she's had in the past, like you know Adia and Building a Mystery and all that. Yeah, but you know, covering XTC that that was also another pretty good song. And and Whiskey in the Jar is just one of those Metallica covers that is not. I mean, it's it's fine, but it didn't. But it doesn't really do anything for me in terms of like being able to go far in this tournament. I at the bottom, I actually chose the 15 over two. I chose Metallica because I felt that's eh, more of my speed. So I chose that to do a couple, mm-hmm. but then I did choose a 15 slippery people to win. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah. the other song, I'm like, I don't want to play it again because find the list. It's uh, who is it? Katie Lana? Katie, Katie Lana, Lang. Katie Lang, sorry. My screen, my whatever. My, that's the G's crossed over the line there. But I'm like, okay, I know who that is on my list. I'm like, no, no, no. Sorry. No. <laughs> and the uh, and Don McLean's version of Crying from like 1981 is a lot better than Katie Lang's version of Crying. Mm-hmm. Just uh, is better. You know, I seek out the Don McLean version of it, kids. Um, so I went with Staple Singers too. I'll, and I also went with Dancer. Your question, Jeremy, about the lower seats. I went with you know, staple singers, slippery people, anthrax, ball confusion. And those were really the only high, you know, 10, 11, 12 seeds I went with. Oh, uh, I had to go with um, the, in the battle of bad between Tiffany and Sonic Youth. 
I went with the Into the Groove cover. I just, you know, those were the three high seats I went with on my bracket. So Okay. Yeah, there's a couple. There were, I, sometimes there's like, a, I wonder when the voting comes to starting March 1st. And Matt, they do what, one a day, right? Is that how they do it? Oh, no, they're doing, they do like four matchups a day. Okay. And if that. you if you go to their Twitter account, like they've already announced the first handful of matchups for the first handful of days in the month. Okay. Because there's always a weird upset here. Like, there's Almost quite always, a few. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I have a couple here trying to go through. So what do we have, like, where do we go next? Like, do you have the hardest bracket area that was like, these are the most difficult ones to get through? Do you guys have an area where, like, once you get past, like, the first, like, the second round, essentially, it's like, whoa, these are getting tough here. I have no choice what to pick or no flip a coin, essentially. I, Brand, you want to go oh, first, Brandon? Yes. Th- yes, man. Um, I think I went with the Southwest bracket. Um, I think once I got past, Nirvana, you know, I, I was going to go with Nirvana. Um, I went with uh, Joan Jett, Crimson and Clover. Uh, after those, it was really just, oh, and Staple Singers. Uh, it was really just sort of flip. It, they were really toss-ups. Mm, okay. um, that particular portion of the bracket for me was just like, okay, I got I to gotta pick something. Uh, where... <laughs> You know, the other brackets I didn't have, you know, individual brackets, individual contests, I should say, I didn't have, you know, that much issue with. It was that southwest corner of the quadrant of the bracket that gave me the uh, most gray hairs. <laughs> I felt those are those, those some good songs in there. I wasn't sure how difficult it was because like my, so I guess the final four in the bracket, I had Nirvana. I'd have, sorry guys, I had Lemon Heads going on a couple. It <laughs> <laughs> lands out of Whiskey in a Jar. I'm like, okay, those were all pretty good songs. Still Metallica one, whatever. But those weren't this, like, I wouldn't say it was difficult to choose, but those were, as you move along, it, the song should get better. as Because you, right. it's your choice. Because like, you like what you like. And you go through, I'm like, okay, those are kind of tricky a little bit. I would say maybe, I'm trying to look at the Northeast a little bit. Not really. Uh, I guess maybe the Southwest kind of. Maybe a little bit with um, if you look at the southeast. Like I don't know how far I, I should choose or should have gone with Aerosmith because DM run DMC because that's basically the exact same song. It's almost like a re, like a collaboration, which they said it's not really in the spirit of like, what's going on. And so I'm like, do I, do I not have the move because it's a technicality because it's sort of what they not said it might not be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but still, still a pretty good song. But like I, it smooth criminal. Then he had like a couple others. That one was kind of tricky, but probably the southwest had the best songs i'm guessing where choice wasn't necessarily hard but it's like it gave me a minute like okay i could go either way on this but ultimately after a minute like okay i like this one better but there's still a couple choices there where it's like let me think about it now see i don't think i've ever had a harder time with a region than i did with that northeast one because you look at you look at the top four seeds in that region and you get you have senate o'connor with nothing compares to you and then, you know, two, three, four is Red Hot Chili Peppers with Higher Ground. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the, the aforementioned Tiffany song that Brandon doesn't <laughs> seem to care for. But, that is, but I think it's a banger. And then, you know, even, you know, Talking Heads take me to the river covering Al Green. Yeah. But, but, but then again, like, you know, even further down, it feels like there's at least six or seven or eight songs in that region that could reasonably make it to like this, the Elite Eight. And I, like. I was thinking about like the particular, the particular choice, at least in my opinion, between Sinead O'Connor and the Atari's Boys of Summer in round two. I love both of those songs. 
And it literally, I stared at my bracket for like 15 minutes and I listened to both of those songs multiple <laughs> times trying to decide which one. And like, that's just one thing. Like, you know, there are a number of other songs that I think could go a long way. So what'd you um, pick in that one? Yeah. Ultimately, I went with the Ataris. Good choice. I, I have a soft uh, spot for that sort of <laughs> branded <laughs> early early two thousand. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't without a great deal of of, uh, of sorrow. <laughs> you, know what it is? you know what it is? Like, you know, Sinead O'Connor strikes me as like the Gonzaga of this tournament, but the, but the Atari strikes me as like Boise State. And I was seeing earlier, like our our, our guy Aztec Breakdown was. It's this is a good song too, man. It's, yeah. it's a tough one. You, you just close your eyes and let it wash over you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, totally. Exactly. But even but even further down the seed list, like there's other there's other songs that I think could do a lot of damage. Like one that. <laughs> like a couple that I think are that could go potentially very far is the, the Mazzy Star song "Blue Flower," the 13 seed. Um. You know, I have my eye on that one. I have my eye on Peter Gabriel cover of Heroes. Mm-hmm. But even then, like even some songs that I, in the first round that I had a very difficult time, like the, I think the one cover that was maybe more off kilter that I was more fascinated by by anyone that I didn't end up picking was the Cardigans' cover of Iron Man. That was oh, weird. Oh, that was so, oh. I was <laughs> like, I was like, I kind of like this in a really strange <laughs> way. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, d- ah, I, didn't, I didn't end up picking it. I picked good. Okay, Thank good. Thank you. Yes, good. <laughs> but like can, that, that region is brutal, in my and opinion. Can, and can we also? And maybe I have a gripe. And maybe it has something to do with the rules. But we talked uh, Cardigan's sort of sleepy cover of Iron Man, uh, going up against Motley Crue's Helter Skelter, which is a great song. But I was thinking, why couldn't they get spoken to the boys room? Is it because mm-hmm. nobody voted for it, or it might not have been on the long list? Yeah, that's ah, okay. all it comes down to. Because yeah, because that version, I think they were that version, their version of smoking of Brownsville Station, smoking in the boys room is just it hits harder than the original. I, it there's a it it hits it's an hits hard. It's a it hits for the eighties, I guess. Oh yeah. You know, whereas the Brown station is clearly seventies. Mm-hmm. It is just like, that was sort of like my, one of my main gripes along with um, walk this way. Cause we don't need to hear that again. Yeah. So <laughs> I just thought of this right now. There's two songs and I didn't look at the long list before, but that should have definitely been on the list. Cause you know, Aretha Franklin's respect is that technically cover a remake of some, so I don't know how that fits in because some random white dude sung it and it sounds very different when he sings it than when she sings it mm-hmm. <laughs> because the meaning of the song and everything. <laughs> so I don't know if that would technically be a cover just because I, it's the exact same song. So I don't know how that fitted, but also like, isn't Twist and Shout done like by 10 different bands, essentially? I think like, so. Uh, yeah. I think, I know the Isley's, Isley Brothers did it. That's yeah. the famous, one of their famous hits. Yeah, Beatles as well. That was mm-hmm. a cover, yeah. But yeah, even- and so I, who, he, cover. who do you give credit for on this? I mean, it's done so many times, but it's been released public, well, not publicly, but I guess for re, I guess for purchase, I guess is their criteria here, an album or single of some sort. So I just thought about that. I'm like, where are those two? Because those are actually, would have done pretty well, I think. I could kick out a handful, like Tor- Toriamos, g- giving you the boot, you're the worst. That's literally yeah. the worst song on here. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Matt. I'm so, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Just that whole, that eight, nine in the Northwest. We, we just gotta just oh, no. get it out. <laughs> get it out. I'll listen to the, 
if I think we're alone now before yeah. those eight nine games. <laughs> you that, just that get eight nine. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get you. you get, we'll I'll send we'll send you. You get the new one, and it'll be you'll say okay, this is better, but still whatever. Uh-huh. Um, just it's I don't I think it came out like two years ago. Okay, Matt, was there any songs like I know we're gonna get to our final bit here, but like any songs like you should have thought been on here that completely missed or you're thinking of as you're going through this process? See, I was thinking because I I actually uh, applied to be a part of the tournament and just didn't get selected, and I have to think like you know there were a couple of songs that I would have wanted to write about. If, if I were a part of it, one is Filter's cover of Give Me All Your Loving, yeah. which I think was for, uh, I'm trying to remember what movie it was for. I think it was for The Stepfather that came out like a decade ago or something like that. The re- the remake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have been that or would have been uh, the Foo Fighters' cover of Darling Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Foo-, Foo Fighters are good. So. Yes. All right. So, what do we do here? Do you want to go to our, our let's do this? Let's go through and do our well, I guess our pendulant before the final four, the lead eight round. Is that actually, l- actually oh. let, me ask, let me ask one more question. Go for it. What do you got? If you got questions, just shoot them my way. So, was it our way? Actually, I guess maybe it's a two part question. Like, in percentage wise, like how many of these songs went before you started diving into the playlist? How many of these songs did you guys like not know at all? Quite a few. Uh, I'd say that I didn't know. Yeah. Um, uh, Do you, hold on. Let me ask. Let me ask your question. Like that, we didn't know the song at all, or that, that you just cover- like you didn't know anything about it, or you haven't heard it before. No, I mean like okay, let's just go beat on Tori Amos real quick. Everybody sort of speak Team Spirit. Do you mean we know the song the, itself the cover or the, itself. Co- the cover? Oh, the co- actual cover. The okay, the actual cover. Um, probably honestly, sixty percent I didn't know of the cover. Quite a few actually for me. So That's why I went through and listened to everyone for at least 30 seconds. So my, my follow-up question is then, you know, were there any songs that like once you dove into the playlist that you were you were pleasantly surprised by and had advancing further than you thought that you might and, you know, before you started filling it out? And, and I bring that up because there was one song in particular that I was definitely surprised by that comes out of that Southeast region. It's number 10 seed, The Sundays with Wild Horses. Okay. And then the, the more I thought about it, I'd like I feel like it's a song that I have heard on a TV show of some point beforehand. But I and, and it goes back to what I said earlier about how you know acoustic versions of songs have like a really difficult task of like trying to hold on to what made the original song so special. So I, I brought up like the Mountain Goats as, as a example of of a song that I didn't think. Hold on, I got I got the TV shows. It's from it's two TV shows here. Okay. Um, CSI. That's not right. <laughs> no, no, no. CSI. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, the other one, Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the prom episode. That's the two that pop up. Maybe I've heard it in some commercial. So I know that I've heard it before. Okay, somewhere. And it's but it, but it didn't really ring a bell until I listened to it. But I think what that song does is it it elevates the Rolling Stones in a way that a lot of other acoustic songs in this bracket don't really do. And so I was sort of surprised, especially with the fact that, you know, the Southeast region, the, the bottom half of that bracket, kind of like the Southwest region, I wasn't really impressed with the, the, uh, the competition in that part. And so I ended up having them all the way in the elite eight. Like, I just like the more you listen to that song, I think the better it gets. I would say for me, like I've heard, like, this is a weird one. Like uh, I thought a lot, I've heard of it in the clash, but like I had to go pretty far. 
But it's like, I, I joke how it's cheesy, but it's not something I'll still listen to. But that's probably the one. Everything else I picked like in the Elite Eight is something, maybe it's a bias to my part, something I've heard before in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Like every single song I saw, except for I thought blah, which I probably vaguely heard, but I've heard of The Clash because who hasn't heard of The Clash, obviously, you would think, right? Yeah. Everything else, and that, and that I think we're alone now, song reason I know about it more because I listened to the one by Billy Joe Armstrong and like, oh, I heard both. I'm like, okay, because in the TV show Umbrella Academy, that's where I first heard it. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good song. And that's like the only two, but the Tiffany song, I've heard a version of that more so recently than I had that Clash one. So it's maybe that one. But everything else is something that's I've heard of or li- listened to in the past. How about you, Brandon? Which question about the like a, a song that you were sort of pleasantly surprised by that ended up going further in your bracket than you thought it would? I think I, for me, it was the song that I was sort of like, oh, I never um, didn't think about it that way. Was Ant going back to? Um, kind of going back to the well was anthrax's ball of confusion again it is just i'd, I'd never honestly i'd never heard of it it was one of those songs i'd say of the of the of the songs selected in the field in the field i think i knew about maybe 55 60 percent of them there was mm. and then there was that 40 percent i didn't know anthrax's read of ball of confusion was in that 40 percent and i was pleasantly surprised i think i had it going at least to the Sweet 16 before getting bumped off by Whitney Houston's I Will, I Will Always Love You. That was one of those songs that I got listened to it and it was like, okay, I kind of groove with it a little bit, you know. It's just so different. It's awesome uh, for me. Again, you know, my criteria for covers is if you take a song that everybody knows, do it differently. And they did it differently. So it's just like, that was a song each play I listen to it as like, you know, it's something new, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, another one I uh, like that, a song that I didn't, I didn't have it going far, I believe. It was in the Northeast bracket, uh, was Cake's I Will Survive, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, everybody knows the Gloria Gaynor one. It was another one of those songs that I, that I didn't, I, it was another one that I didn't know. It was one part of that 40%, but as I got listen, listening to it, it's okay, okay, I see where they're going with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of enjoyed it and just sort of taking that version and putting it on its head a bit. I liked it a lot better than Amy Mann's cover of One. It's like, nah, I don't see it. Yeah. I like Cake's version. <laughs> 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 I have the same thing, like, Cake is, like, too slow for me. It's like, I want to pick up the pace a little bit. Ah, it it had a good tone and a good tempo for me, especially okay. coming off of you know the original. Everybody knows the original where it's yes, just like obviously. Boom, 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 you know, yeah. or the four four, whatever it is, uh, the music time. So I enjoyed it. Okay, um, I didn't enjoy the Boys of Summer so much. It was a little bit too much two thousand two and. So what's wrong with yeah, that, I dude? Mean, Come on. I think we're all of the same age, so we yes. don't also know of that time. It was like. I gotta cherry pick my that that particular time in music. You. you know, it's like there's a lot of good stuff. We just watched the Super Bowl. That's like same time frame, just about. You know what I mean? Pretty like much, yeah. Late nineties, early two thousand. Most of that stuff, except for what Kendrick did and Fifty Cent popping up for a second. And I guess Eminem's thing was a bit later, but most of that stuff was around that same time. It's like, well, there's a lot. Not that there's a lot of good stuff now, but like probably back then, to find your music to know what you're looking for 
it's it was I don't know if it's easier, but there's just more stuff to listen to now. It's like by the time you get older, you listen to oh, I like this then, and you may not reach out or look for newer music nowadays. And so back then, it's like, well, I know that was good, and I'll keep listening to it occasionally if I find a new thing here and there. I'll go for it. So, so, so we're gonna get next year's Super Bowl is probably gonna have like some forty-one. No, uh, the you know the Atari. Might as well. Might as well just die. See, they could have. Here's what they could have done: two options for Super Bowl. This I would have loved both because it's in Southern California. This one was amazing. One of the outside of like Prince and like when U two was there for nine eleven, a couple of those and Michael Jackson, whatever thing about him. That was a good show. Even the Katy Perry show was visually amazing to watch when she did her Super Bowl show. Not just because the stupid love shark, but coming in on the giant lion or tiger, whatever it was. That was pretty cool to see. So what they could have done was, I think they made the right choice was this. They could have done this way with like with Snoop, Dre, and everybody. Or you could have done like like do punk rock, like Atari's Blink-182, some 41 songs, like stuff like that. But I get why the more appeal would have been to do what they did. But there would have been two options. I would have both, but I love both those types of music. But it would have been they made the right choice, obviously. But if it was the other one, I'm like, okay, I'd be fine with that too. It seemed pretty good, not as awesome, but it's still been up there for me. But uh, yeah, that's how I feel because they're about whatever. That's what it is. So let's, let's stay with you, Brandon. So what of your your final four, what was your matchup leading into the final four? Like, oh, um, so let's just start. Eight. Yeah, lead eight. So who is your lead eight? Let's start, I guess, uh, northeast since I'm staring at that right now. Okay, you have to stay at the northeast. I was looking northwest. So apologies. Oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I had my elite eight in the northeast, or the final, I guess, of regional, what have you. Um, get get my. I'm gotta get get into the bracket groove. Right? Bracket ready? I know. You know it's, it's tournament time. Um, I had Shanae O'Connor's in comparison to you beating out um, cakes. I will survive in the sweet sixteen. That, so Sinead O'Connor's in the lead eight, along with I had uh, Chili Peppers Higher Ground, um, which would kind of hurt me because it was like, but I like the Higher Ground, uh, the High Red, the Peppers version of Higher Ground. I also like the version of Love Roller Coaster, which wasn't on there either. But mm. you know, another another uh, minor complaint. So I had Sinead O'Connor, Red Hot Chili Peppers in the Northeast. And then in the north, and in the southeast, I had there was no way I was going to have Run DMC and Aerosmith in the final eight. You you weren't going <laughs> to was not going to do that. Um, I had Alien Ant Farm, and mm. I had Janis Joplin's Me and Bobby McGee. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not that one. Um, Clash's I Fought the Law. So I had Alien Ant Farm and Clash in the southeast. Okay. Uh, switching to the northwest. No, I'm sorry, southwest. Excuse eh, me. Whichever you want, it's all good. Well, yeah. Counterclockwise had, is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had. Um, I guess clockwise actually. Sorry. <laughs> it's one of them. We, we'll get to it. I mm-hmm. had um, Nirvana over the. Um, I did kind of like uh, the Sweet Child of Mine cover. Because I just like the song. I yeah. No matter who sings it. Um, but I had. Sweet Child of Mine and Nirvana's Man Who Sold the World, which I hadn't listened to it in a while till we got to this. I forgot how great that song is. So good. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then in the Northwest, I had uh, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You uh, beat out. I think I had. Uh, where is it? Oh, um, Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that was my um, final eight. Um, Jeremy, Matt, um, that was my go, final eight. Go for it. 
Go for it, Matt. Who's who? Who made it? Who made it that far and moved on? Okay, so nor- northeast bracket. I've got the Atari's Boys of Summer, and I've got yeah. Peter Peter Gabriel's Heroes. Okay, uh, with the Atari's advancing to the final four. Uh, southeast, I've got Alien Ant Farm as well, and then I've got the Sundays, which I mentioned before, with their cover of Wild Horses. Um, I ha- in the Southwest, I also have Nirvana, and I I should probably put this caveat out there now for anybody who's thinking about filling out a bracket. Um, and if you want to submit it, by the way, I should probably mention this now too. You can email it to marchxness at the diagram.com to be eligible for a really cool prize. Uh, cause like I said, my wife won it last year and they give, they sent her a, uh, a flannel, uh, long sleeve shirt. That's like very glittery on the, on the back. It says <laughs> March plaidness. Excellent. So I'm assuming they'll have some kind of prize <laughs> this time around, but, but I want to put this out there because. Um, no one seed has ever actually made it to a final four since the very first iteration in 2016. Oh, well, how many do I have here? <laughs> uh, well, um, I I've got, I've got Nirvana. I think Brandon has Nirvana, but just to just kind of run, run down, you know, past history, um, you know, a, a three seed made it to the elite eight back in 2017. Uh, a two seed made it to the championship in 2018. Um, a three seed made it to the final four in 2019. Uh, a four seed made it to the final four in 2020 and the highest seed in, in 2021 was actually a nine seed or excuse me. It was a five seed. There was a five, a nine and two sixteens. So, <laughs> so make of that what you will, but that being said, I've got Nirvana and I've got Sarah McLaughlin in the Southwest. Okay. In the Northwest, like I, I love the, the, the Joe Cocker's cover with a little help from my friends me too like you know the live version is obviously better than the studio recording version but i like it's it's an excellent song nonetheless so i've got that uh up against the seven seed in that region orgy with blue monday both of which are really good songs for totally different reasons so who's who's winning then that part uh okay so i got the, the final four i've got joe cocker nirvana the ataris and alien ant farm all right. So, how many of you? So, it looks like none of us picked "Walk This Way" because it's the exact same song. Right. No, I, right. I, I, I bounced them in round two. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, I looked. I listened again. I'm like, it's just cheesy, kind of. If it's out there and you're gonna dance to it, sort of, it's chill. Like, I'll, I'll, so I'm like, okay, fine. But I'm not gonna sort it out and put it somewhere to listen to. No, I'm. I'm not gonna seek it. Seek, yeah, up, seek better verse. Seek yeah, better song. Yeah, if it's on, cool. I'll listen to it. Maybe I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I had, I had them win a couple, but my okay, I'll start the Northeast Boys of Summer because that's a really good song, and it's. I don't know if it makes a difference, but it's closer. It's pretty spot on or close to the original as well, obviously. And then right. I put so it was Brandon's favorite song, Tiffany, to make it that um, far. <laughs> I think we're alone now, but I have Atari's winning because obvious obvious reasons. It's much better. Then I went with Smooth Criminal, and then I found I fought the law, but Smooth Criminal won. And then in the uh, Southwest, the Nirvana song "Manners of the World" clearly. And then I went with Landslide. Slide. So I thought that's pretty good. I like Smashing Pumpkins a bit more than I thought, I guess. But of course, Nirvana wins for me. And then Whitney Houston versus Sweet Dreams of Marilyn Manson. That was kind of close. Cause I was like, do I want? Because Marilyn Manson, not that it's weird, but the song's just quite different than the original version. But I still went with Whitney Houston because who cannot? That song's just amazing. You know what I mean? It's so good. And she's like one of the best singers ever for what she can do. So I have I Will Always Love You, Man of Soul of the World, Boys of Summer, and Smooth Criminal. Oh, okay. 
I guess I, I gave my eight and you guys gave your four. Um, let me uh, I thought you did give your four to you. Oh, what's no, your four then? <laughs> um, I went I went chalk and I'm a little worried that Maggie <laughs> that sat, uh, you know, Ooh. just the, the zaint, the wacky, the, just a wide variance of winners of the of these tournaments. I had Whitney Houston, Nirvana, Sinead O'Connor, and Alien Ant Farms. I guess that's three ones and a four. Um <laughs> Oh, and, yeah, and it's <laughs> like, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock it in, but I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready for carnage in these tournaments. Yeah. In this tournament, no, no fear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just a bracket. That, that, it, the, the brackets, you know, they're, they're, they're not gonna kill you much. <laughs> All right, so who? Uh, I'll start here since we'll kind of go backwards. Should we go championship or do the whole? So you give out everything now. Like, what's the next round? Because I don't. I'll just give it all. So, my fine my championship is Man Who Sold the World. Yes, it beat Whitney Houston. I wasn't sure, but that song that's that's so good. The whole thing, the Nirvana unplugged, is amazing. And then I had Boys of Summer versus Smooth Criminal, with Boys of Summer winning that part. But then I I end up going. I changed it just now as we're speaking. I changed it to the Nirvana, the man who sold the world for me to be the ultimate champion of the covers of March Faxness. All right. Uh, so I guess that means I'm next. So I've got uh, I've got Joe Cocker over Nirvana. I'm just, I'm just going all the way with that one. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, right no, but, no. I, I, but I've got Alien Ant Farm over the Ataris, mm-hmm. and then I've got Smooth Criminal winning it all. I could see that. I, that's a yeah. that's a underrated song. Like it's once you hear it, it's like oh, there's like another song too. What is it? Um, sort of similar. To that it's like what Jimmy rolled the middle song. That I hear it occasionally. Like oh, that's actually really good and better than I thought it was. Ending up ending up as a four seed is one of the best things that could have happened to that song. You think so for Smooth yeah. Criminal? Okay, because yeah. it's just there where it's like oh, it should do pretty well, and then it's like hey, it's it's way better than Stupid Aerosmith we hear a million times a day. There you go. Yeah, they say. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I had Whitney Houston beating the uh, beating Nirvana. It it's just it's tough. close. It was close. It was close. It was just like, uh. but I had Whitney Houston over Nirvana. I had Elaine Anfarm over Sinead O'Connor, and I had Whitney winning. Um, I I think why is I think probably maybe the nostalgia will kick in, or people will remember just how good that song is, and also probably. Because everybody loves Dolly Parton mm-hmm. and the movie as well. Dolly Parton, yeah. Did we really love the movie though? No, um, I mean, no, no, I mean, not not that like the movie, but it's memorable for the movie that memorable. scene, right? Like right. if you want, I was looking to watch it, like as a YouTube unless they pulled the soundtrack of it of the movie. It's a clip of Kevin Costner getting off the plane. I mean, that moment, people know what the song. You know the song. You know it's from the movie, and the movie is reasonably well. It was successful. It may not be like your most favorite movie, but you know the movie, you know what it's from, and you know the scene when it when it starts singing. So it's right. a lot of stuff goes into knowing what that song is about. Mm-hmm. Right. And is it the Dolly fact, Dolly Parton fact, mm-hmm. because everybody loves Dolly. Um, I think that's why I think I had it winning. So I'm totally prepared for, you know, I um Tiffany's, I think we'll alone now <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm just, gonna, just get myself ready for that. Uh <laughs> just it's it's crazy, man. It, these whole this whole these whole tournaments every year is just crazy. So chalk chalk be darn. It doesn't matter. It's a subjective ranking. So that's gonna ask me the next question to wrap up here. So you think that Brandon thinks that could be one on that? What song do you think that's like under the radar? That's 
that could win all those games. There's no way this is going to win, but this is going to win. That's maybe not be like a top four seed or something. Now, see, it's it's really hard to separate what I like from like what what I think the I know. general consensus. That's it's very different. Right. But like, what's a like for me? I'll go with me real quick. I think honestly, the, the, there she goes has a chance to go pretty far because it's catchy. It's on movies. People know what it is, and so I could see that making a good run. Maybe not, but we had a 16 win last year. So that I guess I'll go with that song. If there's one that could come out of nowhere, lower seed, and that bottom right southeast isn't all that great. You know what I mean? It's like you mm-hmm. have Majinus Joplin's good, obviously, but like going through what's in there until you get to it had to go, it'd be tough to get past Smooth Criminal or, or Walk This Way because those would be the songs you'd go up against. They might stumble there, but I could see it going pretty far. I mean, I guess if I had to pick one song that I haven't mentioned already. I mean, it's, it's not really the lowest seed out there. Now, that's a really hard question to answer. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one. I'm gonna pull out a 13 seed and go with Husker Du with uh, Eight Miles High. Okay. Because, What's your reasoning behind it? Because I think it's a, I think it's a rock solid song that has a reasonable Twitter following. I think. I think they do. I have no idea. And, and, if, and if they, if they, I mean, if they get engaged, like. As good as Nirvana is, we see this year after year. We see top seeds getting bounced a lot sooner than we would expect. Just tag Dave Grohl on Twitter to get it going. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anything else to add about the music side of things? Any, any other notes we didn't get to or you wanted to dine to talk about? No, I think we pretty much covered everything unless you had something, Brandon. Uh, I'm I'm sad. Uh, I just, like I said, I'm just ready for Tiffany's. I think we're alone. <laughs> <laughs> to win it all either that or like um art of noise the, the the cover of kiss with art of noise and tom jones which is just that was weird that was a weird one too i think i picked it to win because the other song was so awful it's going up against oh come on now what was it again that was that was that was the cover of wild horses oh i'm sorry man <laughs> I, I went with wild horses over to beat that I know Tom Jones, Fresh Prince, all that stuff. It's like, come on, no, they, make, they make fun of him all no, the time. It's so bad. Oh no, no! I'm sorry. I, I chose the one. So I, come on, give me a break. It's worth uh, it. Uh, <laughs> oh, but watch, goodness. but yeah, watch, watch Tom Jones win it all or Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm ready for this. Like, like the NCAA tournament. I'm just ready for weirdness to happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, so that wraps up for this. It's always fun nwr.com where we'll have our one article podcast episode of not sports it's at least at the moment who knows down there if we'll have some random fun fun stuff doing this but this is always great if you enjoy it if awesome if you didn't well who cares we're having fun so you can tell we're just screwed around and having yeah. fun because that's what we'll, we do we'll be back to normal offseason stuff next week <laughs> there'll be there'll be some football next week and then actually me and andy recording the hoops podcast later whatever well same day for me seven days later so that'll be out soon as well so you get to basketball We'll get our spring football random stuff coming out there. We'll have the NFL draft. So, Brandon, what team should Carson Strong go to that you'll be excited about? And we know it's not your Jaguars because you got, you know, Trevor Lawrence is uh, hopefully going to be better soon without the herb in town. Uh, I, you know, I'm with Jacksonville. It's 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 something. Um, and I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, Carson Strong, one mock draft I saw this morning had him going to Detroit at 32, Ooh. Uh, which – if you saw a lot of these mock drafts I've 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 looked at over the last few weeks or so, had him going second, third round. Um, so this was the first one I saw him going in the first round. Again, the combine I believe is March first. Yeah, March it's 1st. coming up a couple days. So, yeah. 
between combines, I'm thinking with combines and pro day and all that, his stock will go up. I, I like Detroit because they need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and he may not play right away as well, too. He might wait a minute with Jared Goff well, there. So I'm just saying, a really couple games. With Jared Goff. I'm saying a couple games, maybe. We're I'm going to go. You might, you're as, right, well right. go, you might yeah. as well just go with him. Um, I, I don't want him to go to Houston because I like Carson Strong and I don't want to have to pick against he I don't want to have to I hear root you. against okay. him. Yeah. Uh, Fine. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I, come on. Houston's no. in the same boat with Jacksonville. I, I, hey, Levy Smith. Hey, Levy Smith. I'm going to say this with a straight face as best I can. Levy Smith said the Texans are the 2022 bank. I can't bank off. I can't do it. It's so bad. Oh, my gosh. I, you no. See, you see, I didn't make that same same thing. Same declaration about Jacksonville because I know better. Me too. I know better. If they get to seven wins, I'll be excited as heck because they got that'll be better than four. Hmm. Exactly. I wanted Um, to go somewhere and chuck it deep, man. Who's got a receiver out there that or wide out there just throw it deep? Like what team is uh, Wolf Horror on? Is he still in the Texans or is he with the Dolphins? Is he still in the league? (laughs) I mean he gets hurt all the time, but get to a guy where he can just chuck it deep like he did the Romeo Dobbs. Well, well, I was gonna say Romeo Dobbs is available. Houston could snatch him up. Um I want Cole Turner for Jacksonville though. Um, Okay. Yeah. uh, but yeah, with with Carson Strong, Detroit, uh, some of the team, you know, some of the NFL teams that need quarterbacks, Detroit, Pittsburgh. Giants will assume they're not giving Daniel Jones his fifth year. Yeah, they might as well just uh, the Giants. (laughs) Wow. Sorry, I'm just I'm looking opportunities to play sooner than later. Oh, I'm gonna do the Giants, yes. Um, Pittsburgh, that's a ready made. That's a team yeah, that's ooh. ready. That's ready to compete. Um, and do something. Cleveland, but I don't want the stench of Cleveland on Carson Strong. Tennessee, maybe. Tennessee, yeah, because they 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 don't want to. Tennessee has to pay um, uh, Tannehill a bunch Tannehill, of money. Yeah, Carolina has options that they Carolina, need to keep. Carolina's been needing a quarterback for like ten years. Um. <laughs> The Washington, whatever they want to call themselves, uh, need a quarterback. They need a new owner. Uh, they just need a facelift. They, they just exactly. track that team. Uh, they, they're, they're in need for a quarterback. Denver needs a quarterback. Um, I have to use a quarterback. So we'll just see. Tra- oh, but Denver's another, all jokes aside, Denver's a team that's ready to compete. They need something. So we'll see. There's options where he can play quick sooner than later because the QB class isn't great. So we'll see. Keep Because me, you, Brandon, other people are mad, I guess. Well, I'll keep looking at the NFL draft, see who goes where. Got the combine stuff coming up, like we mentioned. So check all that, all that at mwr.com for anything on NFL draft, hoops, uh, spring football, random question stuff coming up. And yeah, marchexodus.com. Go vote. Go follow them on Twitter. Um, share our podcast with them because they'll probably enjoy it. Hope you guys, hey guys, if you listen, hope we hope we did a good job and didn't embarrass us, embarrass <laughs> you for discussing your awesome project to do. But uh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next time for just keeping our podcast feed and just whatever comes up next. Hit listen, and we'll be there for you. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>